On this episode of the Public Record Podcast, we'll explore the business of magic. Yes, my guests are Connor McDonald and Kenshin Amagi, two young magicians who recently appeared on Penn & Teller's Fool Us TV show, a magic competition currently on the CW network, where the format of the show is magicians perform a trick for the legendary comedy magic duo Penn & Teller, And if they can't figure out how the trick was done, the magician wins a trophy as well as a trip to Las Vegas to perform as the opening act of their show at the Rio Hotel and Casino. So since it's the holiday season, I thought we'd take a break from our usual heavy topics of the housing crisis and ageism to explore the business side of this unique sector of the performing arts. So welcome, Connor and Kenshin. Hello. Hello. So why don't we start with either one of you want to start first and kind of introduce yourselves. I think you're both in college still. So give us a little brief bio on each of you. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, this is Kenshin. I am 21 years old, Asian guy who does magic and also goes to college. I've been doing magic for almost 12 years. I've been a member of Magic Castle for about five years. Me and Connor, uh, our group, have been working for a few years now. Terrific. How about you, Connor? Gotcha. So, uh, hello, my name is Connor McDonald. Uh, I'm 21 years old. I am a senior at USC studying uh, non-governmental organizations and social change, like nonprofits and whatnot, hopefully combining nonprofits and uh, magic in some fun, unique way. I've been doing magic for close to like maybe six or seven years now. You know, Shin, obviously one of my good friends we met at the castle um, and have been working on magic ever since. So uh, we're really excited to be on. Now, are you guys working together professionally as a duo, or did that just happen for the Penn & Teller show? Back in February, we teamed up together with a couple other of our friends to put on a fundraiser magic show. And after that show, Kenshin and I realized how well we worked together, and we just decided to to continue to pursue this duo and see kind of where it leads us. And, you know, we, went, we were on Penn & Teller's Fool Us, and uh, we got a couple other projects that we're working on right now as well with some duo stuff. Well, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about being on the TV show? What led up to that? How did you put your routine together? I probably should explain that Penn & Teller are probably the most popular, uh, well-known magicians working in the U.S. today. And uh, the the act is interesting in that Teller is silent. He's he's mute during the performance, and uh, Penn does all the talking. So it's an interesting partnership. Uh, Teller is uh, probably the more experienced and um, impressive of the two, uh, but he lets uh, Penn do all the talking, and uh, they get into some really interesting um, uh, illusions. And one of the fun things about Penn and Teller is they will often show you how they do them. And I saw them on television here a while back where they did just an ordinary, you know, cups and balls routine. And the, after they did it with cups that you couldn't see through, they put plastic cups on that you could see how they were manipulating the balls and so on underneath the cups. And that was even more impressive to see them manipulate the things than the illusion of them disappearing and whatnot. So they're kind of a fun group. But anyway, tell us how uh, how you got acquainted with the show and did you have to audition to go on? Give us the little short story there. So the act that we did on Fill Us is actually uh, one of the pieces that we did in the show back in February. The end of February was actually the deadline for the audition to go on to the Fill Us. So one day, Connor called me and he was like, hey, Kenji, you know, uh, the audition for Fool Us is going on. And I think our act, the duo act, 
uh, that we made together. Uh, it's really good. And we should just send them a video and see how everything goes. We submitted the video uh, of us performing and they, uh, they called us back three days later and they were like, this act is great. We can't wait to see, we can't wait for you guys to be on the show. Um, so then for a couple months, Shin, uh, Kenshin and I, we worked, you know, days and nights trying to build this fun illusion, make it look nice. We shipped it out to Vegas. I mean, we got in the car, we drove the four hours cause we're based in LA and uh, we performed in May. So it was, uh, the whole thing was just such a huge fun project because we already naturally had this Penn and Teller-esque relationship Kenshin and I. So it was nice to uh, to kind of perform that for them and show them that, you know, there was a lot of inspiration there. Now, you didn't fool Penn and Teller, but Penn did say he was very impressed, and he said your routine was really, really mystifying from his point of view, because usually when you do cup and ball routines, and I, I've tried to do them myself, I have a little <laughs> kid's magic set here. You, you know, you have to be close to the cups and balls because you're actually doing a sleight of hand where you're throwing the ball underneath the cup real fast. But you didn't have your hands anywhere near the table. You're using little trap doors, and Kenshin is underneath the table, and he's in full view of Teller uh, watching this, and he's putting the appropriate... Uh, elements of fruit uh, through the trap doors. But uh, anyway, that was part of the joke, that Penn could not see that from his point of view. So when you're not even near the table and these things are appearing in the cups, that's quite an interesting uh, routine. So you'd already had done that and kind of proven it in front of an audience. That's interesting. Does it take a long time to come up with a magic routine? You know, it varies. You can come up with something in the spur of the moment and be like, this is the best trick I've ever come up with ever. And then you can you know, maybe talk with your friend about it for half an hour and you guys have a full routine made up. Or sometimes these ideas take a while to develop and iron out the kinks, you know, and you got to perform it. You got to crowd test it a couple times. Uh, I would say generally it's the latter. You know what I mean? Very rarely do you strike gold right off the bat. Um, there's definitely a lot of mining that takes place of just working out all the details and, oh, would this joke be funny? Let's let's crowd test it and see how it goes. So it's a mm. process for sure. So, Connor, you're studying to uh, be like a director of nonprofits of some kind. Um, are you going to continue to do magic as a side gig or try to integrate that with your nonprofit work? Yeah, that's a great question. So right now, the way it is, is magic is obviously a huge passion of mine. Uh, and I, I've loved magic for so long. And uh, as well as nonprofits, nonprofits has been something I've been doing since I was very young. Uh, in the beginning of my fullest intro, I also talk about my experience with nonprofits. So it's been something that I've done all of my life. And I'm hoping to eventually one day find a way to combine the two. The show that we did in February was a fundraiser show that I was kind of the team lead on uh, with my team behind me helping me. And it was really the perfect it was the perfect um, experiment to see if a fundraising magic show had any sort of grounds to be successful. And the goal eventually would be to somehow find a way to have that sustain itself in a nonprofit of its own. That would be the end goal for sure. Well, I could certainly see something like that working in um, like a children's hospital environment where you might do that on yes. the side to entertain the children, for example. Uh, Kenshin, what are you planning to do with the, the magic career? And may I ask you, uh, how is magic uh, viewed in Japan? Is it a big popular entertainment there? Um, in the future, uh, I want to become like a performing artist. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't only have to be magic uh, for me in particular. Recently, I published a book. I'm actually studying theater in the college. And I love entertainment in general. I just want to be part 
of the entertainment community mm-hmm. in the future. I want to be the person who's like, oh, Kenshin, oh, he's a magician. Oh, but he's also an author. He's an actor. He's like a director. And I want to be the person who can be like one person, but with like 10 different names. Sure. I think that's a good plan to have about a lot of versatility and a lot of different skills. Now, are either of you performing on a regular basis? Do you have an agent and are going out uh, to do this professionally at this time? Right now, uh, we're both uh, magicians at the Magic Castle, so mm-hmm. uh, we're both there regularly. And um, as well as there's a new place that just opened up down in Santa Monica in Los Angeles called Illusions Magic Lounge that uh, I've been performing there recently. Some people do have agents, like uh, magicians, like magicians with huge names. So if uh, there's Justin Willman, he has Magic for Humans on Netflix, this TV show he's been working on. Uh, he's had a couple of residencies here in Los Angeles, traveled the U.S. and stuff. Uh, so he has an agent. He's with the UTA, United Talent Agency. But uh, I'd say it's a little rare for people to have an agent. Yeah, um, having an agent um, right now, because uh, we're both college students and you still have school and other things to do. Uh, right now, I think, like Connor said, the main place that we go at work is probably Magic Castle. And other times uh, we'll get like gigs, uh, especially in like the holiday season, there's uh, people call us for like uh, like party, like Christmas party, uh, if you can do like magic for us. And I think that's like the two uh, main places we do magic uh, as of now. So at this time, if a, one of our casinos here in the Valley wanted you to do a hour and a half performance, you're, you're not ready to do that just yet. Oh no, we would love to do that. Like I said, so uh, Kenshin and I have been working on some material. So he and I have a whole bunch of stuff lined up to be able to do an hour and a half show uh, of our own for the two of us as a duo. Oh, so yes. What do you, you know call? What? what do you call we're, yourselves? We're talking about it. We, he and I. Uh, we're you're you're to fighting over top billing, is. right? <laughs> yeah, right now it's uh, it's uh, Connor and Kenshin, or Kenshin and Connor. We're still working <laughs> on the details on that one. You can just make the the and you know, like a red color. Uh-huh. Like Kenshin. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have been participating in the Junior Society at the Magic Castle. I suppose we probably should explain what the Magic Castle is. So why don't you do that and then tell us what the Junior Society uh, project is. So the Magic Castle is an establishment in Los Angeles and Hollywood that's, uh, you know, it's it's world famous Magic Castle. It's uh, an L.A. staple. It is a, a five-star restaurant slash magic clubhouse where magicians can go and become members and hang out, as well as guests can come and have dinner and see magic shows uh, from the world's most famous magicians and best magicians out there. Um, people fly in from all the world to perform here. And, uh, you know, it's invite only, so you need to know a, a member of the castle to be invited to go. Uh, so, like I said, it's also a five-star restaurant, so suit and tie, you know, the blazer, Um and uh, it's, it, it, I feel like calling it magical is a bit cliche, but I also feel like that's the only word to describe it. It's, it's magical. Mm. Yeah, it is. I, I've been there many times. Not recently, but it, it, many years ago, I used to go quite often. I had a friend who was a, a member there. And uh, it's a fun place to visit. Uh, you just can't experience it without, uh, you can't imagine it without really experiencing it. Um, and tell us about the, the Junior Society program. So, uh, Junior Society program is a uh, program uh, from 12 to 20? 13 to 20. 13 to 20. Uh, any kids 13 to 20 who loves magic come. And 
And every month we have a meeting and during that meeting, we do sessions together. We have guest lectures. We have like auditions and basically it's a program to make the kids who loves magic to become a better performer and be,、uh, eventually being able to perform at the magic castle. So is it like the adult membership where you have to audition to be accepted? Yes, we have auditions twice in a year, March and September, and then once you're in, you are in for treats. How do you prepare to、uh, become、uh, a magician? Tell me your story to、uh, get to the point of auditioning for the Magic Castle. The Magic Castle Junior Program is very difficult to get into. They say that it's harder to get into the Junior Program、uh, than it is to become a regular member because the Junior Program has a performance requirement, and they they require that you become once you're in the program to become the best performers possible.、So、they have a high standard for the people that they let in. You have to not only be interested in magic, you not only have to know. Some magic, but then you also kind of have to go a little bit deeper than that. You can't just know a couple card tricks. You have to really show the program that you are here to become the best magician that you possibly can. For me personally, it took me two tries to get in because they they say a lot of the time they'll reject you on the first time just to see how committed you are to magic,、mm-hmm. uh, kind of as like a test in itself、mm-hmm. to see if you come back. So I、uh, auditioned twice. I had been doing magic for about a year and a half. Half close to maybe two years by that point.、Um, by the time I finally got in,、uh, my first audition was in September of maybe tw- I'm going to call it 2017, and then my second audition was March of 2018, where I was able to、uh, come back, show them that I was committed, bring a little bit more interesting magic to the table, and、uh, get into the program. And for me,、uh, I became a member of the castle. Uh, in March 2017, so I, because I'm a close-up magician, I did a close-up trick. For me, the way I prepare for the audition is I would film myself and I'll send a video of myself to my friends and my families and see if my presentation or my performance is there. So,、uh, like Connor said, it's more about who you are and what do you want to become in the future. Do your、uh, your family support your、uh, magic activities? When I was middle school,、uh, when I told my parents I want to become a magician or professional performer,、uh-huh. uh, they were like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> <laughs>、uh, but now, now that I became a member of the castle and have been working there and、uh, recent appearance on Fullest, they're、yeah. like, "Oh, okay." Oh, this is real,、son. right? Yeah. Yeah, our son is like, he he actually is trying to become something. So now they are supportive, and I think they are. Yeah, they're supporting me. <laughs> That's good. How about you, Connor? I'm I'm very fortunate to have like the most loving and, and supportive team behind me.、Uh, my parents、uh, and my family have been nothing but just amazing and, and supportive through my journey as a magician since since the small card tricks you learn on YouTube to like. Traveling out to Las Vegas and helping us, you know, late nights work on stuff.、Um, seriously, I have like the best team. My mom and my dad have always been there.、Uh, my sister, I mean, like my grandma, everyone's on board.、Uh, so I'm very fortunate in that aspect. You know, we mentioned you could do a casino show, an hour and a half、uh, regular stage show.、Um, how do people get in contact with you? So、uh, Kenshin and I. Created a email that is for our magic,、mm-hmm. uh, and I am pulling. It is.、Uh, oh, it's not on my phone. Do you know what it is? <laughs> <laughs>、uh, I think it's connorandkenshin at gmail dot com. Let's fact check this. Yes,、uh, it is connorandkenshin at gmail dot com. 
So is, is, email, that, uh, is that written out email. with the A A-N-D? Yes. yes. A-N-D, Connor and A-N-D, Kenshin at gmail.com. And you better spell Kenshin for him. K-E-N-S-H-I-N. -S there you go. How do you deal with stage fright? Full honesty, you don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, like, you, you don't. I will forever be nervous because in front of any audience, whether it's two people, five people, or 300 people to, you know, 1,200 people. But I, I've learned to accept that and appreciate that because it means that I care. If I'm nervous to go on stage, it means that I care about my performance. I care about the art. I care about the experience and the, you know, I feel I care about the whole, the whole thing. Um, I so thought you looked. I, I've learned to like it. I thought you looked very composed when Penn was going over your performance. Although he was very, very kind, but still having you know, to stand in front of Penn and tell her uh, would be uh, would make anybody sweat. I think. Yeah, you know, I remember uh, that came out a lot better. I remember I was pooping bricks out there. I, I was so <laughs> nervous, uh, and watching it on, you know, when it came out live, that's what I. I was so nervous. Like I don't even look nervous. Um, so yeah, it was a, a nice relief to see that I actually was pretty confident. What did your families think of the TV performance? Did you all get together and watch it together? It was great. I mean, uh, everyone was so excited. You know, we had people all across uh, Southern California and even some people on the East Coast, like, tune in to watch it. Um, and everyone was just so happy because they, they'd been with us through the process. They knew we were working on this crazy magic trick for TV um, so everyone's so excited. And especially, I think what made it so worth it were like the YouTube comments. Like even the YouTube comments were are supportive, uh, which I feel like usually like they're super negative. Um, but some of them were like, I, I have them pulled up. It's like, it was a great show. If I'm paying for a show, I want to see this. Honestly, great act, very entertaining, fun to watch. Um, you both knew you weren't going to fool them. Shows great sportsmanship and willingness to put yourselves out there. I sincerely hope you guys make it big. And uh, my personal favorite is... If you think about it, two young magicians like this focusing on comedy would be perfect to take over Penn and Teller when they retire. Well, you know, I, so, haven't, I haven't mentioned it, and I suppose I'm hesitating because I don't want you to take it the wrong way, but I've probably seen two or three hundred magicians in my lifetime, and these two gentlemen I'm speaking to have to be two of the best-looking magicians I've ever seen. I mean, if BTS did magic, that, that's kind of what we're talking <laughs> about here, right? So uh, they, they've got... They're halfway there in terms of looks, uh, and then if the performance and the charisma and the routine is good, I think you've got a really good package going for you. You know, Teller Teller is one of the uh, one of the premier magicians in the world. He's got a number of patented uh, routines. Um, you see yourselves inventing original routines like this? Oh yeah, I mean seriously. Uh, I think one thing that that Kenshin and I. Uh, pride ourselves on is trying to come up with with original material mm -hmm. uh whether that's just a simple card trick or uh something as big as that sage illusion you know kind of like taking an idea and flipping it on its head um we try to take the most original approach possible so um i i could see very clearly in the future that there we're eventually just you know going to hit something really good and have to get a patent on it for sure yeah and what's, what's good about um our group and our partner as I, I feel like um, like we said, we did a show back in February, but uh, every people uh, who was on the show, uh, the performer, have their own strength. Um, so for Connor, I think he, uh, like I said, he's really uh, confident on stage. He has a really good presentation. And 
I'm more of a, uh, I think I'll say Taylor-ish. <laughs> I'm more like, uh, well, I that works for I, them. I that works for them. Uh, so I think, uh, because we have like such different, um, how do I say, like the, the strength and uh, what we're good at. Uh, so when we combine those two together, I think that's when we can uh, come up with uh, new stuff and great new materials. So Kenshin, you're going to, you're going to go on the water torture tank for 30 minutes while Connor does all the shtick around that for, is that what you're going to do? I'm going to talk. And Jim's going <laughs> to escape from the water tank filled with piranhas. And I'm going to. Piranhas. I like that. There you go. There I'll you go. hold my breath. I'll, I'll hold my breath. <laughs> maybe you could, maybe you could have the, the uh, outfit you're wearing, you know, sort of disintegrate as you're in the tanks as if the piranha were attacking you. That might be fun. But Connor and uh, Kenshin, you can see their uh, appearance on Penn and Teller fool us on the CW site as well as youtube and why don't you give us your contact information one more time so uh you can contact us by connor and kenshin at gmail.com uh once again everything is uh you spell it out connor and kenshin k-e-n-s-h-i-n at gmail.com and we both have our individual uh instagram homepage. uh you can search kenshin amagi and connor mcdonald uh both will appear and yeah Thanks for being on our show today, and I wish you much luck, and we hope to see you back on uh, Fool Us, um, and maybe we'll see a little more of Kenshin other than in the the little box there. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, of course. The Public Record Podcast is presented as a public service of The Public Record, the business news weekly serving the Palm Springs, Coachella Valley, and greater Southern California. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll share it with your friends and click the subscribe button with your favorite podcast host. I'm managing editor Ken Allen, reminding you to make someone's day with something nice to say. Music